You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 34, when it just feels off. Hey, did you know that it's not your spouse's job to make you happy? That's your job. I'm Heather Flake, a certified life coach and member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm here to show you how to change your mind so you can change your marriage. You ready? Let's go. Hey friend, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? How is your January going? I've been hearing a lot how people hate January. Do you hate January? I don't really hate January. I mean, I get it. Like there's not really anything going on. It's kind of cold and gray. Maybe it's really rainy where you are, but I hope that you're doing all right in your January. And if you're not, if you're struggling, if this time of the year is really hard for you, then I just want to recommend that you take care of you, like get in touch with you. Don't try to avoid yourself or eat your bad feelings away or Netflix your bad feelings away, but try to use this as an opportunity to understand and love yourself even better than you ever have before. All right, my friend, I'm so excited for today's episode. We're going to talk about when it just feels off. Can you guys relate? So I just kind of want to paint this scenario. There are times in our marriages and our relationships when something is just off. We're feeling disconnected. We're feeling just like I don't know. It's just not normal and you can't necessarily put your finger on it, but something is just off or it's been described as just being in a funk, right? I had this experience a couple months ago and I'll be honest, I felt like I was in a funk and like things were off between Dev and I for kind of longer than just a day or two, longer than a couple weeks, things just fell off and I really couldn't put my finger on it. I wasn't mad at him necessarily. I just felt like We were kind of roommates and we were just living around each other, kind of avoiding each other, kind of just doing life, but not necessarily together and not necessarily enjoying each other. And things just felt super off. But what's interesting is I didn't talk to Devin about this, of course, because hello, things are way better if you just don't talk about them and you brush them under the rug. (laughs) That's a joke, my friend. Anyways, I just, I didn't talk to Devin about it. We weren't communicating a lot. That's just kind of where we were at. And then something happened that kind of brought everything to a head and it felt kind of forced. It felt like, okay, we got to talk about this. We got to bring all these things up. And even though the thing that happened, I wasn't a huge fan of, it was actually a good thing because it was a catalyst to making us talk and communicate and figure out what the heck was going on. But what was so fascinating is as I was telling Devin what was going on and how I was feeling, he just listened to me. He asked questions so that he could understand. And then he told me his piece. And you know what happened, you guys? We were both feeling the exact same way. I remember expressing to him feelings and thoughts that I was having. And he said, Heather, I legit feel just like that. I feel the same way. And it was just so fascinating because I was kind of feeling like a victim. I was thinking like, you don't really care about me. I feel like you just want me to go to bed so that you can focus on your homework and do the things that are more important to you. I just kind of felt like I was a hindrance to him. And I was explaining this and he just explained how he was feeling the same way. Once we finally talked, and I want to say that talk was hard and it was kind of awkward and it was uncomfortable, but we both realized that we were both living like roommates who felt the exact same way. He was tiptoeing around me for the very reasons I was tiptoeing around him. And when we finally had the courage to talk about it and when it finally came up, it was such a relief. It was just like, oh, okay, well, 
I didn't, I didn't realize you were feeling the exact same way that I was feeling. So today I want to speak to ways that we can get ourselves to talk when it just feels awkward and when it just feels like something is off or up, but we can't exactly put our finger on it. All right. So the first thing I want to recommend is that you try to understand yourself. So when you can identify and notice that, Hey, something feels off in this relationship, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm kind of guarded. I'm not really sharing with my spouse. I'm not communicating with them. I'm feeling kind of like I'm a roommate or a stranger and it's just feeling off. When you recognize you are in that space, the first thing I want to recommend that you do is try to understand yourself. Sometimes we're just guessing and assuming why our spouse is acting this way. And we assume that they're probably doing it because they don't really care about us or we aren't important to them and they don't even recognize we're alive, whatever. We always make it mean something painful. And we're always assuming things, meaning we don't actually know. So instead, I want to invite you to try to understand yourself, meaning sit down and really try to pin down and understand how you are feeling and then try to identify the causes of those feelings. Because often when we find ourselves in this situation where we're feeling bad and off and disconnected, what do we do? We try to make it go away. We try to make it go away with food or with TV or maybe even with our children. We dive harder into parenting or spending more time at the park or building Legos. We try to do things to make ourselves not feel how we feel because how we feel is bad and we don't want to feel it anymore. So I'm literally telling you to do the opposite. I'm telling you to lean in to the negative emotions that you feel and try to understand them, label them, call them out. You know what? I'm feeling alone. I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling confused. I'm feeling worried. Whatever it is, call your emotions out and then just try to identify why it is you're feeling that way. And a lot of the times for me, that comes through writing my thoughts out or even just sitting and sometimes praying really helps me to just get my thoughts out and express how I'm feeling to my Heavenly Father. That helps me to understand where I'm at and why I'm feeling that way. But do that. Try to access and understand the feelings in your head that are causing those feelings in your body. Then, instead of just accepting those things, make them your very talking points. So think about this. What if you had the courage to share these thoughts with your spouse? And I'll be the first to tell you, it's hard. It's challenging. It feels uncomfortable. But sharing those things and being real with your spouse about how you feel and some of the thoughts that you're having that are creating those feelings for you, doing that is the very thing that will drive greater communication, that will build more trust between you, and that will honestly help you to build a more connected and more amazing relationship. So once you identify what those thoughts and feelings are for you, the next step is to decide, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to share this with my spouse. Because the thing is, you guys, if you don't do something different, you're not going to get anything different. If you just keep living in your head and in your feelings and you don't share them with your spouse or try to figure it out or work through it or get some understanding, things will stay the exact same, if not just get worse. Meaning the disconnection is just going to keep increasing instead of decreasing. So you are going to have to take some action to make it better to figure out what's going on to get through this patch of, hey, something's just off for us. To do that, I want to encourage you to create a safe space. Literally create a space where it's safe for you to talk to your spouse, where you feel okay being able to express where you're at. And it's like I said, I know that it's going to feel bad. I'm, I'm telling you it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's not going to be very pleasant. 
So that's why creating an area, whether that's a physical space in your home or whatever that might look like for you, just set yourself up for success, meaning a time and a place and an environment where it feels conducive to you sharing things that are going to be hard for you to talk about. And another thing you can do is you can literally have like a physical something like a talking stick or an item that you hold so that you can talk. I know this sounds so weird, but one time Devin and I did this because we noticed this pattern in our relationship. When we lived in Tennessee and we would come home for the holidays, we would spend, you know, sometimes two weeks at home and our relationship would always suffer. We would have a hard time communicating. We'd kind of revert back to things that we did as single people instead of acting like, you know, a couple. And so we came up, I think we literally used like a plastic cow from our kid's farm, like their toy. And I know it sounds so dumb, but we brought this cow with us. And anytime one of us was holding the cow, that meant, hey, I have something difficult that I need to say, but like, I'm not feeling good. Something's feeling really off and I need to talk to you about it. So I know that sounds bizarre and I'm not saying you have to do that, but for us, it was just a physical representation of like, you who not doing well, need help, I need to talk. Because for me, I have a hard time saying that. I have a hard time being like, dude, not doing good. I just kind of shut down and Devin knows I'm not doing well. And he tries to ask me, hey, what's wrong? Are you okay? And I just lie. And so having a physical something to signal, hey, I'm not okay. I need to talk about this, but I just need you to be patient with me until the words can come out was super helpful for our relationship. So you can think about that. And then I've already mentioned this, but just plan on the conversation feeling bad. This will actually help you because it won't catch you so off guard. Sometimes we think that, oh, once we talk to our spouse and we communicate with them, it's going to feel so lovely and such a relief and so wonderful. And I found that the, the opposite is true. Most of the time when I'm having these conversations with Devin, I feel uncomfortable. It feels bad. I feel like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And then Devin always reminds me that success is the conversation us coming together and talking about this and being honest and being vulnerable about how we feel and what we're thinking is the solution in and of itself because communication is going to drive connection whereas no communication is going to drive further disconnection. Lastly, I want to encourage you to adapt this belief that your spouse does not want to be disconnected from you any more than you don't want to be disconnected from them meaning you both want the same thing, you guys. You want connection. Guess what? So does your spouse. You want friendship and you want intimacy and love and communication and laughter and companionship and unity. And I promise you that your spouse wants those things too. You aren't alone in that. I think that's a very natural, normal human behavior. We crave connection and we crave to feel heard and to feel loved and to feel understood, especially by our spouse. So just remember that your spouse, they're not near as different from you as you think they are. They want the same things. I promise you as far as like the kind of relationship that they want, everybody wants to feel connected and to feel love and to feel closer and to feel heard by their spouse. And then just know because you have a human relationship and because you are married, Sometimes it's just going to feel off. And let's be honest, balance, perfect balance is not real. It's not even possible. 
At times, you're going to find that you're giving your kids more attention or your job more attention or your hobbies or your interests. And naturally, your marriage is going to fall on the back burner a little bit at times. It's not necessarily possible to have your marriage and your relationship on the main burner 100% all the time. But that doesn't mean that your marriage needs to stay on the back burner. So just being aware, just noticing when it's like, oh, I'm giving a little less attention to my marriage than I want to be. I want to invite you to be the one to take some action to make it better. And I want to invite you to be the one to bring it to the table and to address the awkward and be willing to figure out, hey, this is feeling off for me. This is kind of what I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling what about you? Where are you at? And just expressing, you know what? I do love you and I want to be connected and I want to talk and I want to feel like we're friends and I want to feel close to you. But right now I just don't. How are you feeling? I promise you just bringing those things up is going to bring so much more connection and growth and companionship into your marriage. That's what I have for you today. And when things do feel off, don't make it mean anything bad about yourself or anything bad about your spouse. It's just natural relationships are like roller coasters. We go up, we go down, we're doing great. We're doing not great. And it's just okay. The main thing is just being aware of it and then having the determination, the ability, the willingness to feel uncomfortable, to address it and to work through it so that you can be stronger, so that it can be better. And so that you can build the kind of relationship that you want to have. And that's the thing, build. You're always building on your relationship. I don't think we ever arrive. I don't think we ever arrive to this perfect relationship, the ideal. We're always working on it. But to me, that's super comforting because I just know that this life is my time to figure out how to be a really good lover and to figure out how to work in this marriage relationship. So give yourself that grace and that space, but just know if things feel off, it's in your power to create a space and a conversation and an environment where you can figure it out and get your relationship back to the place where you both want it to be. All right, my friend, thanks so much for tuning in and listening. I hope you have a gorgeous rest of your day. I also just want to invite you. I just created a mini workbook called How to Love Better. So it's 11 questions and it leads you through exercises that will help you unlock your ability to love better, to love more deeply. So I put it in the show notes. If that's something you're interested in having, go ahead and check it out. All right, my friend, you take care and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you.